This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the June 3rd edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to talk about a very different fantasy draft, uh, one I've never done before. I've been wanting to do it for a little bit, and we finally got it going. It is the NBA Shoe Draft. We've talked about it on the pod a couple times. With me to break it down is Dr. A, I like old shoes, Steve Alexander. The grandfather <laughs> of shoe, shoe, the shoe business. Yes, you, uh, you, you had quite the different draft compared to everyone else. Uh, mostly people in kind of their mid-ish 20s to people in their mid-ish Later 30s, uh, and then you drafting all the old school 80s sneakers, uh, with a couple exceptions. But um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, check out my Twitter um, to go through the picks if you want to kind of follow along. I'll probably have most of the picks tweeted by the time this pod's posted. But uh, yeah, as you can see, the rules are basically pretty much draft sneakers based on position of where that player was playing. So, like, your Jordans are shooting guards, your LeBrons are small forwards. The Moses Malone Air Force Ones, he was a center, so that was a center shoe. And you would basically draft your team based on the positions. We'd had utility spots and the shoes that were really, really popular among the league, guys that just wore, like a lot of people wore them, that wasn't quote-unquote a signature shoe. That was basically just a utility spot. So if you play fantasy baseball, you know, guys who are just DH, they could only be in your your utility spot. So it kind of worked like that. It actually went really smoothly. Uh, I was kind of surprised. I haven't had any hitches in this thing. We're at pick 96 right now. Uh, what, what do you think just overall on this whole process? Well, first of all, I, I have a quick story um, it related to the, the, the age thing and, and the shoes <laughs> I picked. Um, in 1992, that was the last time I saw my childhood baseball glove. I was playing catch with my college buddy. The webbing popped out of it when I caught one. And I can remember that happening, and I never saw that glove again. It was a Dave Concepcion Rawlings. It was my it was my glove, man. Like it, I've looked for it for twenty years. I've looked for it on eBay. I've thought about buying another one and all this stuff. So I could never figure out what happened to it because I know I knew I would never throw it away. I was talking to a buddy of mine who I haven't talked to in like ten or fifteen years the other day. And I mentioned that I put Dave Concepcion as my shortstop <laughs> in my favorite baseball players thing on Facebook because he's a this guy's a big Reds fan. He goes, "Oh yeah, like your baseball glove." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He's <laughs> like, "Your your Dave Concepcion glove. It's in my basement." Oh my god! And I'm like, "What? Why is it in your basement?" So his dad apparently was going to restring it for me in 1994, and it's just been sitting in his basement ever since. So. He mailed that thing back to me, and I took a picture of it and put it on, put it on social media on Facebook or whatever. And uh, people were like, "Dude, I didn't know that you played baseball back in 1918. Like it looks <laughs> like the most ancient shoeless Joe. Yeah, uh, it just looks ridiculous. It's that, like the webbing. So, just, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's just totally. It just looks like an old old baseball glove. So that that's sort of where I am at with the shoes. And and I went into this thing like I didn't. I've never done a shoe draft. Nobody has uh, <laughs> either. And I decided that I was just going to go with shoes that I knew and shoes that I owned when I was a kid and and uh, shoes that that I was into or whatever. And that's just sort of where I went. So all my picks are super old school. Some of them are kind of cool. Like I don't know. I I was. It was pretty fun doing it. It was fun thinking back and looking at old pictures of stuff. You you draft kind of like how I draft for fantasy, where if like a lot of people are taking a guy at pick one hundred, I really like him. I will take him at pick twenty five. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I draft that way a little bit. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, in fantasy yeah, too, that's, sometimes. But yes, I just I, take uh, what you I, want. Yeah, I didn't really care because I knew once once my number one pick was off the board i got pimped <laughs> i had the fourth pick my shoe went at number three of course and after that 
I was like, the gloves are off. I'm just taking whatever I feel like taking. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of us were like, oh, yeah, I got sniped. It had a lot of fantasy vibes to it. it I honestly loved doing it. Uh, it was a decent amount of work texting everyone when to pick. But uh, it was really cool. So we'll kind of go through this highlights. We'll talk about the early picks a little bit more. I gave myself first pick because I had to text everyone <laughs> when they're up, text everyone when they're on deck. I had to list 400 shoes for where they were positioned. It was a lot of work. I probably put... All together, probably like twelve hours of work into this thing. So I give myself. It's a thank. It's a thankless. It really job is a shoe draft commissioner. Com- yeah, shoe draft commissioner is like times ten, <laughs> but uh, it's worth it. Um, and obviously, I took the elevens. I have, like I said, I have like twelve pairs of elevens in my closet. It was a no-brainer pick for me. Um, don't even need to talk about it too much. And then, really, right off the bat, after that surprise pick, uh, the second pick was the Air Penny One. So. That's uh you know the first shoe Penny had it was kind of white on the side a blue swoosh uh, they also had the red ones come out too they were dope I I had I'm probably like tenish I love that sneaker but um and then anything you want to add then you said Jordan threes right in front of you that was what you wanted and you went with the fours and, and they pick four going into this thing it's sort of like me and, and Luca like the only <laughs> thing I cared about getting in this draft was the Jordan threes. Uh, I probably owned three pairs of them. They're all they all fell apart. They're they're no longer with us. Um, <laughs> but that was my that was my all time favorite shoe. I just I I love playing in them. I love wearing them. I love watching Jordan in the dunk. I was just that was my shoe. And when those went, I I, I worked at a sporting goods store uh, in Indianapolis, Brenda Moore's Sporting Goods, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, I worked twos and threes came out. So that was sort of like right in the heyday of, of when it all got going. And so I had, I had all, you know, pairs of all three of those shoes and uh, yeah, I just love the threes. Yeah. Threes are up there. I also want to say, dude, the draft guide that you put together for this thing, not the draft guide itself. It probably belongs in a museum. (laughs) It's, it's incredible. I mean, the amount of work you put into that thing, um, he broke down every position and every shoe and, and had links to pictures of, you know, when you click on the Jordan link, you have a picture of every pair of Jordans. So you can figure out which one you want. Like it, it, it's a pretty incredible draft guide. So I would say that if, if some of you listening to this want to have your own shoe draft, um, you should see if Gallagher will sell you yeah. uh, his shoe draft guide. I'll tweet, the, li- I'll tweet the link out. That thing. Yeah, you could copy my Google sheet, man. I'm all about you know spreading con- good content to everybody. Uh, let let me in your draft. I'm not being commissioner though. Um, I'm kind of. I may do this again. This is this is a lot of fun. It'd be fun to do it with like different people, and I, I want try to get a little bit of diversity in there. And I apparently don't know any females who were sneakerheads. Uh, so if you are, let me know. Um, we definitely need to get some <laughs> some some female shoe life in there. Uh, Ian Hartitz, the football guy, he's writing a lot of really cool player profiles, kind of like my deep dive. So shout to him. He told uh, he's like, "Hey, I'm taking the Kyrie threes." I was like, "You can probably wait." And I was like, "Nope, don't care. That's my jam, my favorite shoe." So he kind of had your thoughts, where he's like, "Yep, I'm just taking the Kyrie threes. Great shoe. Um, not my, not in my top twenty probably, but he really wanted them. He took them. That's kind of the the whole thought for this whole draft." And then Mark, he told me before, when you know the Air Pennies went, he's like, "Oh, you know, basically it's the equivalent of hoping like Cat falls to you at six last year like it probably won't happen but hey maybe it happens and he's like oh yeah i got my jordan one so he was super pumped about that oh nice yeah so that was really yeah cool. uh it, it's funny the jordan ones came out and uh everybody went nuts and everybody was and and at the time uh when i worked in the store i had a pair but i wasn't i wasn't head over heels about them yeah. and uh obviously Jor- jordan wasn't either when his feet were bleeding in them later on <laughs> but um yeah, the uh, I mean, it's, that's the one. It's so iconic. In fact, Stratman's Stratman Stratman probably has the all name team. I would say. Yeah, he went almost. He thought he was going to go all Nike like me. And by the way, I am proud to say I am the only full Nike Jordan guy in the whole draft, which was my goal. <laughs> I was not wavering off that. A couple sneakers that weren't Nike that I was considering, but I'll talk about those. But um, yeah, I'm I'm ever since I could make decisions to buy sneakers since I was like five or six or whatever. Every time Nikes or Jordans, every single time I haven't owned any other sneaker. 
So uh, that's incredible, dude. Yeah. I uh, I am I'm kind of like I would say I am partial to Nike, especially now. Yeah. Um, I'm partial to Nike. Like if I go buy a pair of shoes right now, I'm I'm gonna go to Nike first. Yeah. Um, but throughout my lifetime, dude, it's been Converse and Adidas, ma- mainly Converse, Adidas, and, and Nike. Yeah. So I didn't really have any loyalty issues, and I'm not a I'm not a New Balance guy, but I even snuck a pair of those. In nice. There. And uh, yeah. so after the ones went, the pick, uh, if I didn't give myself first pick, the pick I would have probably taken second were the foam ones. I love foams. They're, again, like probably my second favorite sneaker of all time. They're just so unique. They were so ahead of their time. And did you know the the mold that makes foams, the actual like thing that creates the mold, is worth seven. It costs seven fifty k. The the mold itself. More fun facts. So obviously it was penny sneakers. But do you know the first basketball game that had the pennies? Uh, who wore them before Penny did? One person wore them before Penny. I have no idea. He's super jacked. Mike Bibby, Arizona. Really? Rocked them before Penny did, yeah. Um, and they're off, You're they're, talking about the, f- the foam posit foam, ones, Foam ones, right? yeah, the royal blue ones. Beautiful, beautiful shoe. Um, yeah, I, I love foams, man. They're so they're heavy, so they're more, definitely more of like a streetwear kind of a shoe, I would say. Like, you don't want to play too long on them. Your feet will get kind of hot. but And they're actually not too bad. They mold your feet really well. So, yeah, foams are... Foams are the, and, and they're definitely... I live in Arizona now, but like people who are from the East Coast... Versus people from the West Coast, there's definitely more foam posit love uh, out on the East Coast. I feel like, mm. so yeah, love yeah. I uh, you, you probably should have had a true shoe head <laughs> do this podcast with you. Oh, it's all good. I, I can carry it. <laughs> I got a lot I to say. Just, I also just realized we didn't even talk about the shoes I did pick. I was, yeah, I was yeah. talking about Jordan threes. Oh no, we'll talk about. We'll go through them. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. even say I took the Jordan Fours for oh, okay. my first pick. There you go. There it is. There you go. Oh, I snuck um, it in there. Yeah. The next best thing. So anyway, okay. So back. So the foam posits for Jovan, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and Tommy took the fives. He got kind of sniped a little bit. He wasn't too thrilled about it. But um, I, I don't like the fives, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I, I mean, um, they're not terrible, but I, they were. They went a little early for my liking. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I'm not a five guy either, and I like, like I said, I like the threes. I actually like the fours. I never had a pair of them, um, but you know, if I didn't get the threes or the fours there, I don't know what I don't know what I was yeah. going to do. I may have, I may have had to go backwards, but nice. to reach we got a some of the other ones. We got a doc. We got a doctor A pick coming up after the fives, don't we? Oh, uh, got a little bit. I want to talk about some other ones uh, before we get to those. Uh, oh. Jared Weiss, uh, Celtics athletic writer. Uh, no, that's he, what, that's what I meant. His oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yep, Doctor A style pick for sure. I was like, <laughs> yep. Uh, Chuck Taylor's. He was pumped <laughs> to take him. He didn't take any time. He's like, oh, I want the trucks. Yeah, you know, she said streetwear style. I think they're whack. I don't like the chucks. <laughs> um, I have, I own a pair of chucks right now. I had chucks growing up as a kid. Um, they're really not very comfortable, man. No, they're not. And they. They re-released. They they updated it, made it like a like a more uh, sophisticated shoe. A few years ago, I bought my daughter a pair of them. She said they were awesome. Supposedly they're way more comfortable. But you know, there's all these hipster uh, bartenders and stuff that you see wearing chucks, and they're on their feet on concrete all day. I don't know how they do it, man. Yeah. If I wear them to to a concert or, or a show or whatever, I'm hurting afterwards. So, uh, but I do love. I mean, is there a more classic? athletic shoe than chuck taylor's probably not definitely but. kind of changes the game no one took the pf flyers to put those in their bob koozie no one's taking <laughs> those yet you don't you need a point guard you could finish with that if you want uh, I could. With, with your 10th pick mm-hmm. um yeah i people love that shoe for, for sure um i get it you know it's definitely iconic for sure but i'm not into that i'm not about that life uh shoe i did want to get was the jordan 12 i talked about this before on a previous podcast i think with you the only shoe that I really, really want that I don't have is the Playoff 12s with the black on top, white on bottom. I just love that sneaker so much. I want to get one. Um, and then, yeah, Nick, uh, Nick writes, for the, writes about the Nuggets for the Athletic. I uh, took the KD Zoom 4, so he went, like, I like to play in this kind of shoe. So I, I mentioned this. The only shoe I wanted to get as a kid that wasn't Nike, the only one I was like, eh, do I want to snap my streak? 
was the question ones, the first Iverson shoe. That's a great shoe. You know, total, really unique, really kind of spoke to who Iverson was, really. Uh, it was just a, such a great shoe. Guy who was rocking Georgetown, he wore the 11s, and that was awesome. I, I had a Iverson jersey back in the day, and I didn't. my mom wouldn't let me buy 11s because they were too expensive. And I was like, oh, please, please, please. But, um, yeah, <laughs> um, the, the, the question ones are, are for sure fire. Yeah, the, the uh, Allen Iverson shoe marketing campaign was pretty cool. The answer and the question and all that. Like it, he was he was a he was something else, man. He was he was the yeah. man. Yep, he has a he has a huge sneaker line. I think he had like fourteen. Uh, and actually, surprisingly, no one took the answer once. Which I that was being from Jersey. So many people I knew had that shoe. Uh, and it didn't really didn't get drafted yet, which is stunning to me. Uh, Tommy had a very highly coveted pick. Air, I, Air Force One slipped, and it's center eligible because it's Moses Malone. So that was a little bit of a bonus. But I was surprised Air Force One's made it out of the first round. It, it, you know, and it's still an incredibly popular shoe today. My mm-hmm. daughter, my 18-year-old daughter wears Air Force Ones. Um <laughs> I was never Air Force One guy. We'll talk about it later, but well, we may not because I took it so late. But they, you they can came talk about now. They came out with a shoe after the Air Force One called the Air Force Two that I was all about. I loved the way it looked. I loved wearing them like that. Other than the Jordan Threes, like the Air Force Two, which I don't think it was around very long. I don't know how many people know about it, but man, that I had like three. I had an orange pair and a blue pair and a, a neutral pair, like. When I when I was in college in like 1989, that that was my shoe of choice, and I I still love those things today. Nice, uh, another shoe that yeah, I, Air, Air yeah. Force One, Air Force One, man, I can't believe they're still as popular as they are. Like those, those, and what's the uh, um, Adidas show, uh, Superstars, the toe shells, yeah, 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 yeah. Those went late. Those, those went those went eighth round or not seventh round. I, they were on my list. Yeah, I was surprised you passed on those so many times. And it was shocking, wasn't it? Yeah, Yule, who uh, who did this draft, he's a big sneaker. I love his squad. Um, he he drafted extremely well. Again, he took the, he took the pennies, which was surprising for with that second pick. Uh, Joe took another pick I really wanted. Uh, the Air More up tempos, the Pippin joints that say Air on the side, spelled out. That's another just total like unique, weird shoe, and I I love that. Um, and you can kind of see Jovan's style. He picked a lot of kind of, he said he likes kind of the, the bulky clunky sneakers and you can kind of see based on who he picked, but, uh, the Airmore tempos, you know, they came out in black, Pippin Rop those, but they've come out with so many different ones. Like we saw o- Odell Beckham Jr. have those for cleats where it would say OBJ instead of air on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, those are dope. I, I definitely had them. I, I got the shoe actually I wanted. But uh, I, I I was thinking like oh maybe get up the uh, air more up tempos. Uh yeah, I I not my I I'm I'm more I I don't feel like I like the big bulky um, style as much. Although the the three the Jordan threes are kind of kind of in that mold, but I don't know. Uh, not too bad. They're, they're not too compared to some of the other ones like the sevens or the eights, sixes. Those are a little clunkier. Even the fives, yeah. Um, and then uh, Strott kept it going with the with the names. Yeah, Kobe fours. That's definitely. Famous. I feel like Kobe fours and sixes. I hear a lot of hoopers um, just like playing that shoe. So I assume that makes part of it. But yeah, Kobe fours are are definitely. I think the Kobe fours are probably my favorite Kobe sneaker. And I am. I'm sad to say I'm Kobe less as I've, I've picked nine shoes and I'm I'm still without it. I mean, I may have to take a weird Kobe that hasn't been selected yet. I don't know, dude. You gotta you gotta keep your Jordan streak alive. Oh no, I got I got Nikes and Jordans, but I need a Kobe. I won't take an Adidas Kobe, but I'll take a Nike Kobe. Uh, Ian took <laughs> Ian took the Jordan tens, and then actually, besides, there weren't too many. It was Jordan early, and then Jordans kind of went away. So just to kind of talk about the Jordans, um, he, the tens went in round two in the middle. I I I've said this before. I love the Jordan thirteens. They're top five for me. Um, I was hoping they would fall. I can't believe they fell to me. I don't know if I'm just different or what, but I was pumped to land those. And then after that, the sixes went in round three, and then that was kind of it. Like nobody really drafted Jordans uh, up until I think you took the twos in round six, and then the eights went at the turn. 
uh, of round sevens and eight. So it was it was surprising. Like uh, Jordan's six sevens and eights and the six, sixes and sevens, hundred picks in haven't. Even, I'm sorry, the um, sevens and nines, sevens and nines. Sorry, haven't been drafted yet, which is kind of crazy. Like so, that's really Jordan one through thirteen had usually got a lot of love in, in most sneaker circles. So that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, and I, I think that probably speaks to the fact that the I, we don't really have a full blown sneaker circle draft. We just got we got dudes that like basketball and shoes mostly, you know. Oh, most I of think, these people are pretty into it. I mean, you could just tell by who, how people picked. Yeah, I, I like I like the group of people we got. No, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the group of people <laughs> we got. I just I just feel like if if you had, I don't know, if you had these guys that are. Maybe maybe these guys aren't big big sneakers. Well, they're not. It's not like their job. A lot of people are just like Ian's a fantasy football writer. Mark writes about the Bulls. The athletic guys cover their teams. Tommy covers fantasy and a little bit of basketball, other stuff. Brian covers the Nets. So right. a lot of people are you know that's kind of like their hobby. But to your point, like the people who are like who write for like Soul Collector, like and all those guys, like they would have drafted probably a little bit differently. They would have a different draft. Yeah, yeah. like that. I think- but it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, again, the, the Jordans were a little surprising. Um, other picks in the second round before we kind of just nick, nitpick. Uh, the, the Air Max Barclays, the first ones, those are super dope. Um, and you took the the Dr. J's in the second round, which everyone was. That's where people started raising eyebrows who didn't really know where you're going to go. Like, okay, Dr. J's already. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, that's. In my world, like that's the most iconic shoe there nice. there was. Like, they were Converse All Stars. They were leather, and, and Dr. J had his n- name on the side of them. And uh, everybody in the NBA in 1983, pretty much, was wearing Converse All Stars. Like that was that was the shoe. Um, I, you know, I collected game game worn shoes that players had given me. Probably out of the 35 pairs I got, probably. 15 of them or Converse All-Stars. Only one pair of Nikes, which is which is pretty wild. It shows I got out right as the Jordans were coming in. Yeah. But um but yeah, I mean that that Converse All-Star when I was when I was in like 5th grade, I had to do a poster for this presentation at school and I I did it on Converse All-Stars. Yeah. Dr. J's. Nice, so yeah, that's I awesome. mean that's just it's just it's super old school. But you can you can still find retros out there today. Like I still I have a pair that I I wear out occasionally right now. But nice. yeah, and yeah, for, was, for my two three turn, it, it was seriously like the easiest picks I've ever had to make. Uh, <laughs> even in fantasy, like it was like oh I know what I'm taking. Um, I said the Jordan Thirteens, and I took the Foamposite Pros. So I mentioned the Foamposite ones. They're basically the same shoe, except there's a big swoosh on the side for the Pros versus nothing on the uh, the ones. Um, swoosh on the back versus the the one cent logo. The bottoms are a little bit different. There's more stripes on on the little pull tab on the back, but they're pretty much the same shoe. They fit kind of the same way. So I'm and they didn't really have a position like we've seen. Even like Terrence Ross. Sometimes we see the Morris brothers rock the pros. They're still kind of pretty prevalent. Um, people definitely rock. And I mean, I for sure think the the foam posit ones are way better than the pros. But getting them, you know, a round and a half later. Um, I was again no brainer picks for me. I just I love me some foams. I I would have been really sad if I didn't have one. Nice, yeah, um, yeah. I would never like like you asked me before we got on. Uh, you know why why didn't you pick any of the awesome nineties yeah. that, that were out there? And I was like, dude, I got married in nineteen ninety two. I had a kid in ninety five. Like I I was kind of just out of this out of the shoe game yeah. at that point. And I'm. I, I I missed out on all the good stuff apparently. Yeah, and like it's funny. I I for sure think mid nineties. Maybe that's because how, how old I am. But I think mid nineties sneakers are the pinnacle, man. You know, like ninety three, ninety four to early two thousand. Pretty much when LeBron started coming in, um, the sneakers back then were just they're just so awesome, man. Which is kind of crazy because that nineties fashion, looking back on it, looks super whack. Um, <laughs> So it's it's cool, um, yeah. And and like the, again, the sneakers were they're like they're so kind of different. I took the, um, I talked about this on a previous pod, the Zoom gloves, the ones with the zipper. Um, I got blasted. I think I was in ninth grade, eighth grade, something like that. <laughs> and uh, my friends rose to me every time. 
um, for you know having the astronaut shoes and all this and that. They're all white, big black swoosh on the front, you know, zippers. Sometimes you could zip it down and it had laces. But they were super comfortable. I loved playing in them. They had like kind of uh, ankle support on the side. Um, so they and I, I had pretty bad ankles. I rolled my ankles mad times. So uh, um, I always have a lot of love for that shoe. Uh, I also took the LeBron ones at my four five turn, which I was I was surprised that I think the LeBron ones are the best LeBrons, and they were like the fifth LeBron to come off the board. So that was yeah, really that, surprising. That's to me. surprising. That yeah. is surprising. Some people were some people were kind of I saw some people on Twitter kind of ripping it, but uh, a couple people who I respect for shoe opinion were like, "Dude, LeBron ones are freaking awesome." <laughs> <laughs> what other um, any other shoes you want to talk about, or any other shoes that you wanted to get? Any other shoes that you think stuck out to you? Uh, I'll mention I'll mention my the snipe draft snipe pick of the draft for me. Um, I wanted to draft. The Zoom Flight 95s, the Jason Kids, they got kind of like a, almost like a carbon fiber kind of a look to it. That I love that sneaker. Again, I would have probably had a top 10, and it went right in front of me uh, at the last pick on pick four, or round four. So mm. I was uh, a little salty. Those yeah, there's super, nothing worse awesome. than getting pimped. I don't care <laughs> I don't care if it's in a baseball draft, or a football draft, or a basketball draft, or a shoe draft. If you've got that guy all dialed up, or that shoe, you know, if you've got that, and that's what you're set on, there's nothing. There's nothing worse than having that having that guy right in front of you steal steal your pick. And I knew so. we, were, we. I was texting with him, and you know, it was mid third, and I, we were like, "Yo, how are the Zoom Flight 95s still on the board?" And if like, I knew he was going to take him, so it was it was bound to happen. So I was kind of ready for the disappointment, but it's still <laughs> it still stung because I would have I, I love this I love the Zoom gloves, but if my draft had started out eleven thirteens foam pros Jordan ones and Zoom flight ninety fives, like I couldn't have imagined a better start. <laughs> my pers- it's basically awesome. like my 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 you know pipe dream of starting my draft Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, Jonathan Isaac. That's that's how I want to start my draft right now for fantasy when we get there. Nice, but yeah, um, I'm interested to see if Isaac's gonna play uh, for the Magic when they come back. Yeah, it's starting to ramp up a little bit. Um, you know, looks like we're gonna have a a plan here uh, as we're tweeting about this. We've got uh, a lot of people. You know, talk, I'm talking about the 22 teams, so that'll be a pod for another day. But um, yeah, I guess to just wrap up my picks, um, I took the Barkley twos, so that has the CB4 on the side, bubbles on the bottom, pretty sleek looking power forward shoe. Like it's kind of cool. Back in the day, like the big men shoes, especially like the centers, like the huge Patrick Ewing shoes, the huge Nike Command Force that David Robinson wore. You know all these. Monster shoes, uh, your Etonic Dreams you mentioned, like they're just like boots, um, <laughs> and that's that was pretty cool too. Uh, that, which that, uh, yeah. which Barkley? What was Barkley wearing in Phoenix? Uh, both of those, he was wearing the the CB four uh, CB thirty fours. That's where it says Nike on the side, black streaks, and then the other ones. The uh, ones I took in round six were. Uh, it basically said see, it was kind of bubbly looking, um, mm. but it was it I was had real one clean. Pair of those. Yeah. I think I had the the other one you're talking about. Yeah. This, the... Then there's the Air Max the Air Max Forces, which haven't been drafted yet. Um, they had the strap on them. I think he wore those in the Olympics. Um, those are dope. Uh, I may finish my draft with those. That's I think that's the one I had. Yeah, actually. I have a pair of those that are in the wheat style. I love them. Um, they're kind of heavy and real real stiff. So you wouldn't want to play a lot of basketball on them, but they're real, real stylish. Um, uh, just to talk about the rest of my picks, um, I took the first uh, up tempos Air Max ninety fives, Pippin rocked them, black on the bottom, Nike swoosh. Um, you know, really the first ones that had the up tempo logo. Uh, a couple people told me they wanted to pick them, so I was real happy to land those. Um, and I also took the Zoom Flight ninety sixes. They wore this uh, in I think the USA. Um, Dream Team 2, so this wasn't the Olympics. This was uh, 94. No, I'm sorry. No, it was the Olympics. That's right, 96. Um, and it was. I love that shoe, man. Uh, kind of It's kind of like the 95s, but they kind of tweaked the carbon fiber look a little bit, put it more in the back. 
one of my most comfortable shoes I've ever owned. Um, yeah, so I, I love that sneaker. And then I, I got weird and I took the Total Air Foams and my, with my ninth pick. That's the Tim Duncans. Uh, it's really, I think it's been called the heaviest shoe out there. <laughs> so you do not want to play ball on these. But like I said, I love foams. Uh, I think they're real cool looking. Some blue colorways. I don't own any of these. But um, I thought that, that I definitely wanted to get a second pair of foamish kind. Of, there's a lot of like foam kind of spinoffs. I just want to talk about that real quick. So the Flight Posit 1, which is commonly called the ugliest sneaker of all time, that went pretty late. Uh, I think that went round seven. Um, that slipped hard. Uh, and there's not a lot of other ones that have been taken. Like there's like the bacon foam. There's a, like really besides the foam ones and my foam posit pros, the flight posit ones, the air, t- total air foams. A lot of people didn't go for most of the foams, um, which I was a little surprised about. I thought more people want to get like a foam in their closet here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a foam a foam <laughs> guy myself, but uh. Um, to wrap up some of mine, well, I'll tell you what, I took Adidas, the Adidas top 10, which is another classic shoe. Tree yeah. Rollins, Tree Rollins gave me a pair of top 10s. Nice. Um, a lot of guys were wearing those in the NBA in the eighties too. Like that, that was the first high dollar shoe that I ever took notice of. How much like did those cost back in the day? You're like 115, 120 what? bucks. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's they were the. They were the first shoe that was over a hundred bucks. So if wow. you had a pair of top tens when you were in high school, you you know people are like, ooh, he's got <laughs> like at least where I lived, like it was they were kind of a they were kind of a a big deal. And yeah. a, um, the the first one, the classic one, was red, white, and blue, and then you could get them in neutral or you could get them in red. I, I think I had some some red low cuts at one time and some. I had the, I got the moon boot, the big ones, but, uh, so the top 10, like that was the first high dollar shoe that I ever, I ever saw. Um, the Adidas forum is probably my favorite Adidas of all time. And Terrence Stansberry gave me a pair of his, um, I could wear them and I took them to college with me and somebody stole them out of my dorm room. It's made me really mad, but, uh, I love me some Adidas forums. Um, the Atonic Dreams, which you mentioned, I had a pair of those in high school. Akeem Olajuwon also gave me a pair of his, and I have um, the neutral Atonic Dreams that Carl Malone was wearing his rookie year that he colored purple and gave me. Nice. Um, those are like you—you you get those out of the box and put them on. The tongue is like super thick. The, <laughs> the whole shoe is just big. It, like it's got that whole uh, like you're wearing a pair of boots kind of thing yeah. going on it's got all these weird straps on the side that go with the laces like it, it's it's a pretty incredible shoe i i have a very soft spot for that the jordan twos i had a pair i decided to get them my kid consulted me told me to get the kd 10s that's his favorite <laughs> uh so we went with that and then uh, of course my guy my favorite player uh of all time is dominique wilkins so i had to get the brooks uniques in there yeah. Which was his shoe after he stopped wearing. He was a he was a Converse guy, and then he signed his deal with Brooks, where he was really the only guy wearing Brooks um, out there. And I'm glad that when I got Dominique's shoes from him, he he gave me the Converse Dr. J's because I like those way more than I like the Brooks. But I, I rocked a pair of the Brooks. And uh, side note, Gerald Wilkins, Dominique's brother, who played for the Knicks, gave me a pair of shoes one time, and they were low cut. Brooks. So the Wilkins brothers were both rocking Dominique's shoes, probably because that's what he could get for free. Nice. And then you had the Air Force Twos in your round nine. Must but you had that. a lot of uh, Adidas top ten. That I put those under Rick. Yeah, Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Yeah. yeah. So another. He had a lot of legends um, with him: Dr. J, Hakeem, Jordan, Kevin Durant, top top five player all time, in my opinion. Uh, Dominique. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't really go that route. Some people were saying like, oh yeah, I want to get this player. I just went like, what shoes do I like? You know? Yeah. But, uh, obviously I kind of got like, besides really the zoom flight 96s and the phone posit pros, you know, I got two Jordans, LeBron, Peyton, Barkley, Pippen, Duncan. So I mean, that's still a pretty good squad. Uh, I definitely would play, would play with that squad for sure. Yeah, that's, but that's um, yeah, a lot of people are just like you know I want to get this kind of player and you know, this player meant a lot to me and it was cool like people people's reasoning for each pick so it's gonna be I haven't tweeted out the picks yet I'm about to do this right after I uh, we finish this 
But uh, it was cool talking to everybody, realizing the rationales for picks. Uh, we didn't talk about Tommy's draft too much. He kind of was all over the place. Um, I, I, a lot of like my buddy Yule, who picked second, he was like, "Yo, Tommy's got some some of the the fire classics." Uh, he had the Puma Clydes, which is still a pretty popular shoe nowadays. Nike Blazes, which you don't really see too much, but they definitely get some some street cred. Um, and he drafted the uh, the Fila Hills, which slid. I was surprised to see the the Hills last until round eight. Uh, he also drafted your weapons, which I was shocked you didn't get. <laughs> uh, you you demanded like I, I was making the shoe draft, and I was like, hey, what am I putting in there for? And he was like, put the weapons in there. And it was the first thing he listed. And you let him fall all the way to round what round seven? Yeah, I, I was. It's funny, like that was such an iconic shoe because of the bird and magic commercial. You know, those guys were wearing weapons, but I never, I never owned a pair of weapons, and I really was, I was kind of a anti Larry Bird guy because Dominique was my, was my guy. Dominique and the and the Pacers were my guys, and and Larry Bird always stopped them every friggin' time they tried to do something. So yeah. I wasn't, and then Magic Johnson. Uh, you know, I I related more to the All Star, like the I, like the weapon kind of replaced the All Stars, and yeah. I think at the I think that may have made me mad. So, <laughs> nice. so I never had a pair of weapons. I just I just they just came to mind because they were such a huge uh, TV ad campaign shoe. Is your smoke alarm going off? <laughs> is it battery dead in the background? Absolutely, that is <laughs> downstairs. A little in my chirp kitchen. action going on. It's not it's Got not too little... disruptive. Um, for me anyways, it's not, but, um, yeah, so Tommy's, he had the, the Nike KG threes as well. I didn't really, I'm not really too big fan of those air penny twos are are pretty dope. I kind of wanted those. Um, and yeah, the, did you want to draft the, the, the feel the feel of twos? That's the one that has higher feel of logo, patent leather blue on the sides at the top part of the sides. Those were dope. My brother had those and another shoe that I was like. Am I going to snap my Nike streak here? Fila is another weird one for me because when I worked at the shoe store, for whatever reason, Fila's tennis stuff was super mm. high-priced. Like, I think Bjorn Borg and yep. like all these tennis guys are wearing them. That Just a pair of low-cut Fila tennis shoes. I think they were like 120 bucks, And that was before the Jordans came out and everything. And uh, So then when the Fila basketball shoes came out and they were – they were more priced to sell something about, I was like, Ooh, these aren't as good as the Fila used to be or something. So there was something weird thing with Fila and I, so I, I never really rocked the Fila Hills. Yeah. Fila's were always, I'd never, uh, besides those, like the twos, I wasn't into feel at all. Some people would, uh, my brother, um, they had like these Ferrari shoes. They were bright red, like total. Mm-hmm. My brother rocked them and we were on vacation one time and we would just watch people eyeball his sneakers when he would walk past them. Like, they just totally catch your eye. But um, that was kind of feel a style, you know, the real, real kind of over-the-top stylish and, like you said, super pricey. Um, but, yeah, so that was the only feel shoe to get drafted so far. The rest of them were pretty whack, I feel like. But um, any other... Did the, did the... Did the mailman LA gear shoes? No, no LA. I thought I, I thought so. <laughs> and no one drafted the Sprees yet. No one drafted the Seaweb Dada yet. Like the total, like what are you doing? What are those kinds of shoes? <laughs> haven't really been drafted. Um, I guess the flight posits are kind of what are those? My gloves are kind of a what are those? Uh, Brian Fonseca, he had kind of an interesting draft. Um, he had the the roses, crazy lights as well. That's the lightest basketball sneaker I think ever. Um, and then Pippin twos are dope. Also had the Hyperdunks. That's my favorite basketball sneaker to play in. Uh, at least it's kind of an older guy. Uh, I'm not like in my teens anymore. But yeah, Hyperdunks are my jam. If I want to, if I know I'm going to join a basketball league, I'm copping Hyperdunks. I actually have a t- couple pairs I haven't even worn yet. Um, so those are those are those are a tight pick. Um, he drafted the Dinwiddies for the brand again. Covers the Nets. That was pretty cool. Also, Langston Galloway's the uh, the customs are, are really dope. You uh you have pairs of shoes in boxes you have not worn? Probably 10 of them. <laughs> well, I would I, it makes sense yeah. to me anyway. Well, a couple for, like for I have maybe the Jordans. Yeah, like my 72 and 10 Jordans, I haven't rocked those yet just cuz I haven't had the right opportunity to. I have these Jordan 13 Paul, uh, Chris Paul custom joints. I haven't rocked those yet cuz I haven't had the right time. And just I mean, if I see Hyperdunks at the Nike store, I just cop them. You know, they're like pile like you know. Sometimes I get them under 100, 100 bucks under retail. 
like, all right, I'll just figure out when to wear these whenever I can. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah. one shoe that I did not draft, and actually, I still have my last pick on the board, so I'm torn between the Nike Dunk, which was the the first. Uh, oh, the Dunks like, are gone. The Nike Dunk. Oh, they are. Yeah, round five. Oh man, yeah, you was like the... I, He was like, "Yo, how did Steve not draft these yet?" When he took them, uh, who who took them? Uh, you the second pick. Oh man, yeah, his his team's dope. Let me just run his team down. Penny ones, uh, Barclays, Flight Hiraches. Those are uh, really cool shoe. Zoom Flight ninety five. I mentioned Dunks, the Admiral Command Forces, the Adidas Superstar Hip Hop Joint, the Pistol Peak Keds, which I thought was a weird pick, but uh, classic. Uh, and then the Air Max Sensation. Shout out to C Web um, for some stuff he did uh, this week. But uh, yeah, his team. I love. He's probably my my favorite team. That's not mine. Yeah, I, I'm kind of glad to know that the dunks are gone because I, yeah. I felt bad not having them. <laughs> right? I, like I had a, I had the Nike Dunk poster on my wall back in the day, and that that was the first shoe where you could you could really get any color combination you wanted, and they were really marketing to to college teams, and so everybody could be wearing the same shoe and the same color. And I I had some orange and white ones that I, I absolutely loved. Orange orange stripes were for some reason my thing back then but uh yeah so nike dunks i was looking at that for my last pick uh i had a pair of james worthy new balances james worthy was a new balance guy back in the day and i I would never ever no matter how old i get wear a a regular pair of white new balance sneakers but uh these these were black and white, and they were basketball shoes, and they were they were actually pretty sweet. I I wore those and played in in those some. So I'm looking at that, but then also this isn't technically a basketball shoe, but Dion in the mid you were talking about mid 90s, and this yeah. made me think of it in '94, I think. Yep, I know what Dion's Diamond Turfs came out. Yeah, love that shoe. They have gold on the side, the and mesh gold. Strap. Yep, it's like uh, meshy gold. You could get them. You get them in black, red, and white, or they came yep. in like blue and blue and green and black, and uh, so many uh, colorways. I had several pairs of those. That that actually may be my last my last round pick. I wonder if I wonder if anybody. Well, you can't. Ever, it's only it's basketball only. Well, but did anybody ever play in a pair? I can't of imagine um, anyone ever rocked those. In, I can't imagine anyone rocked those in basketball court. I don't know. But yeah, those are those. I love that. I, I, and so, just to give you guys behind the curtain. I was this didn't like come out right away. But it was like, oh, I know what I want to do. I was like, oh, do I want to do high tops, low tops, baseball sneakers? Like I was trying to figure out how to make positions that would work in a draft. And this, it was like, oh, positions, that's it. Do it like a fantasy draft. So I think that was definitely the best way to do it. But again, like you said, not drafting those Dion's, not drafting like the Griffies, not drafting Air Max ninety fives, Air Max ninety sevens. Like leaving all that stuff out of it made me a little sad. <laughs> but uh, I, Air Max 97s are my jam, by the way. It's my one of my favorite sneakers. So leaving those out of the mix kind of hurt me a little bit. So maybe we could do that another time. I don't know. I'm not well, being. Dude, I'm loved, not being. Christian. I love the fact that I'm over here. With, like maybe I'll take Dion for my last pick. You're like, no, you will not. <laughs> yeah, You're not a basketball. Star. I would have taken sure. the Diamond Turfs for sure if they were eligible. You're like, sir, that is not happening. Yeah. This is a basketball. You cannot right? take Mike Trout in a fantasy basketball draft, sir. <laughs> but um, just I want to show love to everybody's teams here. So when e, just by the way, when Ian picked, and I didn't really know he was a sneaker guy. I just heard like through the Rotor World Slack, yo, Ian's a sneaker guy. I hit him up, and he's like, "Oh, dude, I'm so in." And then he picked Kyrie threes. I was like, "Uh, <laughs> should I have got him on here?" But yeah, he crushed, dude. He had a nice little mixture. I mentioned the tens, the LeBron fifteens. I love that shoe. Uh, he picked the, the the Darwins, the the Rodman joints, the uh, Matumbos with a big 55 on the side, Nike Hirache 2K4s, the Kobe's with the high strap, those are sick. The Shaq pumps, not much pump love, by the way. The D Brown pumps didn't go until the turn at round, what is that, seven? Yeah, six and seven. That was surprising to me. I was surprised the pumps fell that hard. Yeah, Reebok got into the game a little late, you know, after kind of after Converse and, and Nike and Adidas were already there. Um, Wayman, Wayman Tisdale, RIP gave me a, a pair of Reeboks and they were just the generic Reeboks. So, but when the pumps came out, when D Brown pumped up his shoes for the dunk contest, I mean, that was, yeah, that's a legend, legendary dunk contest moment. Um, and it sold them a ton of shoes, but mm-hmm. I, 
I sold a bunch of pumps when I was working in the store, but I didn't. I never bought a pair. I just I was was not a Reebok guy. Yeah, my brother. My brother went a lot of he he had some Nikes, but he was always like, which is weird because now he just cops straight. I haven't seen him in anything besides a Nike since, you know, he's an adult. But he used to cop all those, like all those uh, the uh, like the pumps, the, all these shows that shoes I keep mentioning, the Fila's. The Iversons, he had the the question ones as well. Or, or, yeah, the, I'm sorry, the answer ones, the questions. It was kind of interesting. Um, and I was surprised that Jared Weiss, he's a Celtics writer, so you would think that he would be inclined to draft a little bit of Celtic love. Uh, he drafted Chuck Taylor, question ones, LeBron, eights, Kobe sixes, Kobe fives, back-to-back Kobe's. Another Kobe, Kobe eight, the, the Kobe ones, uh, Adidas, flight posits, and KD sixes. So he has three Kobe's. Uh, Nick, the Nuggets writer, also has three uh, three Kobe's. Also, a Katie I mentioned, answer fours, and the Ewing highs are so whack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy and I talked about that. We we're like, "Yo, do I drop the Ewings?" And he, I was like, "Dude, those are so whack." I'm like, "Yep, I'm not taking them." So, um, I, I think that those shoes are ridiculous to me. I, I hate them. <laughs> I was not a fan. Yeah. Much love to Nick's draft. I mean, he drafted one of my favorite shoes. He drafted the 12s. But it's crazy because, like, some people are probably talking about my draft. Like, yo, Mike drafted, but why did he draft those Zoom gloves? They're, they're whack, you know? We all just have our own taste. And that was kind of what we saw, like, later in the draft. Like, I feel like early, there's not – it was mostly chalk, really, besides, like, Ian's pick and – My you know, pick. Your pick. Well, I'm saying, like, the early parts of the draft. Like, there was there weren't too many – like, oh, wow, what are those kind of picks, you know? And we still haven't had too many of those. Like, someone has to, like, no one's drafted the Lonzo Balls yet. And, like, just to have the Lonzo Ball, like, you get to, when I tweet it out, you just get to quote tweet me with the Strut and LeVar Ball. Like, that's, like, the tweet. Are you talking about <laughs> big ballers? Yeah, big are baller you, brands, man. The, are you a big the baller? Z02s. Um, <laughs> you just get to quote tweet me with the LeVar Strut gif. I mean, it's, it's right there for you. So even just to do that, to get some retweets... That that's worth it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna end up with the Lonzos. I can feel it. Oh no, I'm not snapping my Nike streak. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's who else? Did, I think we talked about most. Oh no, I'm talking about Jovan's team real quick. Uh, he talked. He took the Kobe. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna probably get roasted for taking the Adidas Kobe." Kind of a weird looking shoe. He took the T Max Adidas, the Shaq Gnosis's, or Shaq Nosi. Uh, <laughs> But uh, kind of had like a hypnotic kind of a Reebok thing on the side. Those are kind of crazy. Actually, I got a story for you. It's a fun one. I haven't really told the story before. So it's late 90s, and I was coming back from a trip to Disney World and sat down, chilling, you know, minding my business. And this guy loses his Palm Pilot pen, right? And he's, he can't find it. He spent, you know, f- you know, five minutes. So I get up, look around, eventually find it, give it back to him. And he sees me reading like Sports Illustrated, you know, whatever, whatever. And he's like, hey, you like basketball? I was like, oh, yeah, I love basketball. And he's like, Who your fa- who's your favorite player? And I was like, right, my favorite player changes every day. And, so, and I was like, oh, right now, Vince Carter. Like, I, I just love how he plays. He's so athletic. And he's like, oh, I'm his agent. No. <laughs> yeah. And this is after he signed the N1 deal. And so he's like, hey, man, we just talked the whole plane ride. And, like, when we got off the plane, we went to baggage claim. Um, he just gave me, like, all this N1 stuff. He gave me a pair of Vince's shoes. Uh, it was just real cool, man. Uh, I never really got to tell that story, but uh, it was it was really cool. So I I got mad love for Vince all the time. But do you still have those shoes? I don't, man. I don't know even know what happened to them. Oh. But I had so much, and I had like again, I I rock Nike, and I had all these and one hats. I used to just wear them to like sweating them. <laughs> but it was just a cool story. And, like this is Palm Pilot pens. So, like again, like late nineties ish, early two thousands. I'm not even sure something like that. But yeah, um, cool. it was cool. Yeah, like, what are the odds that, like, I say that to his agent? Like, it's just total weird story. Well, what are the odds that he's an NBA agent? Yeah, what exactly. Are the, what are the odds that you actually call out one of his players? Like, yeah, his, players? yeah, it's, it's insane. He doesn't have, his agent, I think he will be fired, by the way. Um, yeah, like, he didn't have, like, a big payroll, like, the, um, you know, the Bartlesteins and those dudes, like, the Scott Borises for football and st- or baseball, yeah. excuse me. So, it was just kind of cool story. Um. Yeah. So who? It's probably, it's probably a good story to end on, man. I think so. I think I got everybody's shoes except I didn't recover really marks too much. Uh, Jordan ones, Kobe fours, Kobe sixes, LeBron sevens, Kyrie ones. Kind of late. Uh, KD nines. He told me he was drafting those. I love that sneaker as well. The Zion's that just came out, and he snapped his Nike streak with the Converse Wades. 
um, you know, championship sneaker. Also took the the Vince Nike shocks as well. So, yeah, um, that team is pretty. His team is really good. It's Nike heavy as well. So I, I obviously got love for that. I need to look at the new the Zion's. I haven't even seen them. Yeah, they're he he wants the the Bayou Boys ones. They're pretty pretty sick. But nice. yeah, that that's the only Jordan. So I didn't give like the late Jordans, you know, to anybody. But no one even drafted those. Because, like, people would just, you know, people would, before Westbrook got his own sneaker and, you know, some guys get their own sneakers, they would wear the Jordan 22s or 30s or whatever. And so I put those under Jordan rather than, like, who was rocking them at the time. So nice. that's all went through everything. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Talked about everybody's team. And it is cool, man. Uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy we did this. Yeah, thanks for putting it together. And, uh... I'm sure, sure. Uh, after the podcast and after the dust settles, I'm sure we're, we'll be writing about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty fun, and hopefully, gives everybody something else to think about. Yeah, uh, it'd be cool to tweet about something that's, um, you know, fun. Um, fun. We, we kind of forget <laughs> what fun is nowadays. Uh, obviously, more important stuff out there. But um, yeah, it's cool. You gotta remember to have some fun every once in a while in your life. It's, it's hard as things may be for everybody. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Any other parting shots for you? Uh, I don't think so. I just need to find somebody to restring my baseball glove. I'll be all set. (laughs) All right, so we're out of here on that. You guys take care. Catch you next time. And thanks again, man. This is awesome. Hey, thanks for doing it, Mike. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.